time for baseball with the bard good morning ladies and gentlemen great to see all of you uh i'm gonna say it tyler the day after wrestlemania night one um, <laughs> exciting that's here that's that's how we're marking today is the day after WrestleMania <laughs> night one uh, i know this isn't a wrestling show but I'm, i have to give props to but if you know anything about us yeah we bring wrestling into everything everything wrestling. <laughs> wrestling is life um i have to give props to four people two being seth rollins and cesaro amazing magic i know you're not wrestling based wrestling fans if you're listening to this show more than likely but i just gotta say it and then bianca belair sasha banks the first two black women to main event of wrestlemania impressive stuff amazing match. and they put on a four yeah. and a half star match amazing matches amazing match. yeah I'm very so good excited about that. But this is called Baseball with the Bard. I'm your host, Noah Cross, joined by my buddy Tyler Bard, represented by his emote there from his Twitch stream. Tyler, how are you doing? I'm doing very good. No camera today. Sorry about that. But we are back from last week. Where Was it last week I wasn't here? Or we weren't here because of we Easter here. last week? It was week. Easter. And then the week a... before that, I had gotten my first vaccine. Yes. We hope everyone had a good Easter holiday uh, last weekend. Got to see your families and all that good stuff. And as a reminder, we're always streaming on Facebook, on YouTube at Bard and Cross Entertainment, and on Twitch at TBard5195. Give that a follow. Uh, you can uh, maybe sub, gift a sub. I'm always in there gifting subs to people, so you got to go watch. Maybe you'll be the one. You could be You could be one I gift this up to. Using so, those emotes, you know? You got to use them. They're important stuff. Speaking of important stuff... Ugh, the Red Sox got a big blow this week with an MLB COVID update as J.D. Martinez has been put on the MLB COVID list. Uh, that is a big loss to both teams, and we'll talk more in depth about J.D., but I can say he's swinging a 433 average with two home runs already in the first week and a half of play. Um, that's a Damn big loss to the Red Sox. That's yeah, a big loss. Someone who you do not want to be out of the lineup for very long, um, and I don't think he officially has been diagnosed with COVID, no. um, but he had soreness and stuffiness. Yeah. So they, uh, they took him out of the lineup for safety precautions and uh, had him stay away from the team. Uh, so hopefully we'll see him back by maybe next weekend or even earlier yeah. than that. And a similar thing happened to the Nationals starting pitcher, Patrick Corbin, who was also put on the MLB COVID list. It was a similar situation where he didn't officially test positive. He just had symptoms and so on. And they're referring to it as COVID protocol, as, as similar as you would hear to like concussion protocol. They've yeah, right. sort of come up with a protocol that they go through if somebody isn't feeling well or whatever else, uh, just yeah. to make sure the team stays healthy and so on. So that's it's just a cautionary a tale. Exactly. And honestly, after... You know, look what happened in the NBA. You look what happened in um, look at uh, the in, MLB last year. The MLB God. last year in the NFL. They don't want to take any chances. All all the organizations are doing that. All the leagues, yep. I should say, are doing that. That's so, the right choice. Absolutely. Kudos to them. We got to keep our guys healthy so they can get on the field and play for us. You know, great to see you in the chat there using your – see, he's using an emote, folks. You got to do it. You got to do that's it. That's Mr. Dylan, by the way, if you didn't know that. Oh, that's Dylan. <laughs> hey, Dylan. I didn't recognize that is- Dylan, who constantly will appear on the uh, Crossum Wrestling Entertainment podcast. So if you've ever tuned in there, that is Dylan himself on Twitch. Make sure you get over to Twitch and you can be a part of the conversation, too. Yeah, you can. All right. With that being said, the conversation that we've all been having over the last two days is that the Padres have thrown the first no-hitter in franchise history. Joe Musgrove, congratulations. I will applaud. And I'll say this. I watched the last inning. Of mm-hmm. that game. Well, um, so unreal finish to the game. He had the curveball all night, absolutely killed it. He was executing pitches all up until the final pitch. Yeah. 10 strikeouts, only 112 pitches, dude. That that's is incredible. Yeah. That is a, that's like 112 pitches is like, all right, I'm, like, give me, give me four days. Like, I'll, I'll and no, I've got the last out for everyone to see right here. So if you Let's missed it. it, look at this. Ground ball to shortstop. Kim will go to first. The San Diego Padres get their first no-hitter in the history of the franchise. And it belongs to San Diego's own Joe Musgrove, sending the Friar faithful into a frenzy. Such an awesome moment, man. And I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. You're a baseball fan, right? Because you know how MLB, they they always send out the notification. There's like, oh, no-hitter alert or no-hitter watch, which is... Typically followed Don't up with like, 
five minutes later, it's followed up with, oh, no hitters blown. Like, and I'm like, you know, you, you fuckers. Like, so, you could just stop talking about it. You exactly. Know? So I get that notification from them, and I'm like, oh, crap. They're, they're going to blow up for this guy. And they I'm should like, just I'm not... hint about it. They should be like, just, yes. hey, guys, it's a good game right now in San you Diego. Turn really, it off. You should really check this game out. <laughs> um, but I, I usually I would go right to it. Like, I would try and find a stream. And immediately, yeah. and then I would be like, and I would get disappointed. So I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm waiting. I wait till the bottom of the ninth, or whatever the top of the bottom of the ninth it was, I think. Um, and I went and I, you know, I watched the last inning there. And as a baseball fan, you're just I'm not, I'm not a Padres fan at all. I, I Joe Musgrove is awesome. Don't get me wrong, but I, I would ha- wouldn't have any reason to care. But I was clenching every bone in my body. Like, come on, like, come on, get these three outs. Get these. Hi, Courtney. Get these three outs. I really was excited for him. I was excited for the pod. You want to see history. You know, like, it, it doesn't matter who they're playing. You want to see Yeah, history. I get it's goosebumps like every damn time I watch one of these no-hitters. It's it's just so cool. And the the announcer himself, Don Orsillo, just made it so much better. I think that's the third no-hitter he's been able to call in his entire career. Um, he In one of his very first year with the Red Sox, he got to call Clay Buckles, uh no-hitter at Fenway Park. So... He's had quite the honor over his career to call him. And just his voice, his excitement, uh, he's someone I model my uh, announcing and gameplay after. That's awesome. And another piece of history that came with that no-hitter is the catcher who was behind the play, Victor uh, Caratini is his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the second no-hitter he's caught in two consecutive seasons. First person cool to is that? ever do so. He did it last year uh, when he was on the Cubs. I'm trying to find the name of the pitcher. Joe Musgrove for the Padres. Uh, Globe Life. Uh, Alec Mills threw that for the Cubs in 2020. And Victor Car- Cartanini also caught that no-hitter. So first catcher ever to catch back-to-back no-hitters in back-to-back seasons. That's crazy. That like, is crazy. He needs to be careful swimming in, he needs to be careful swimming in oceans. Because um, like, like, like he's gonna get attacked by a shark or something, you know? Like that's just crazy. Lightning struck <laughs> twice for him, so that's awesome. That's awesome. But congratulations to Joe Musgrove. Congratulations to the Padres. So awesome for you guys. Uh, I'm really excited to see what goes on. Obviously, the rest of the season. But we're gonna jump over to another team in the National League. Oh dear um, God! I'm, about... I'm, like, I'm just cringing thinking about this next category. It just hurts me. Jacob DeGrom um, isn't getting any help from the Mets at all, at all. Uh, it's really hard to watch because if you ask me and a lot of other people, Jacob DeGrom is probably the best pitcher in baseball. I say probably because I don't know if I like to put him over Garrett Cole, but he probably is. Um, Mets finally got to open up against the Phillies after having an opening series. I'm sorry, their original opening series against the Nationals uh, canceled due to COVID. The opener versus the Phillies ended in 5-3 in favor of Philadelphia. DeGrom pitched six innings of shutout ball and was lined up for the win, only for the Mets' bullpen to blow the lead. You ready for this? An MLB record 33rd time in DeGrom's career, where he would give Ah. the Mets' bullpen a lead, and they would blow it, costing him the victory. On Saturday, yesterday, DeGrom would pitch eight innings of one-run ball, striking out 14 uh, for the Mets to lose three to nothing. Can you imagine? End up getting a loss when you have that many strikeouts in a game and you've pitched a near gem and your team can't even put one abysmal run on the board. You lost three to zero. Yeah, it's... Honestly, like it's just disappointing. As a, I mean, if you're a Mets fan, obviously it's disappointing for you. But there was so much going into this season for the Mets, right? Because they got Lindor, they have yeah. all of these great guys. They have Alonzo, they have uh, Nimo, they have Degrom, they have Stroman. So many people who should be helping them win so many games, and yet yeah. this is what's happening. Like Degrom well, is Brandon Nimo thinks he can do these things, but he just can't. Okay, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, thank you for tuning in to Baseball with the Bard today. Uh, <laughs> Come on. I thought it was pretty good. Was, All right, you're was, right. Thank you for tuning in to Baseball with the Bard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, oh man. man, good times. Minor league baseball. Am I right? It wasn't even. Oh, it was. It was because they were the yeah. Because we got to we we used to heckle for those of you who don't aren't in on the joke. Um, we used to go watch the New Britain Rock Cats all the time, and Brandon Nimmo was the right fielder for the Mets minor league team, and Noah and I always sat in right field, and specifically me. Uh, I would heckle the holy hell out of Brandon Nimmo. And I actually, I'm assuming this is what Courtney, oh, Courtney's not commenting. It is, uh, it is AJ and King of the Axiom on Twitch right now, but Courtney and I were at Brandon Nimmo's debut game and it was at Fenway Park. How convenient was that? And we were sitting in right field and I got to heckle him all over again. Oh, it was good stuff. That's messed up. No, it's not messed up. It's hilarious. And you know he heard me. You know, you know, he was like, I know that voice. <laughs> um, speaking of like heckling in right field, I have a story that I'll talk about when we get to Kluber's first start, um, which we'll talk about during the Yankees segment. But oh, uh, we have a comment here. There should be zero Mets fans in the world now. Mets are the biggest underachievers always. And honestly, it's sad to say. And I have a, a little uh, note here on the script same old Mets. Yeah. Same old Mets. Honestly, it's literally on the script. Yep. Everyone leading into this season was, oh, the Mets, oh, they're going to they're kill it. They got Lindor now and this and that and their manager and blah, blah, blah. And Steve Cohen's an owner. Same old Mets. Same, yep. lit- literally, absolutely nothing has changed. Absolutely it's unfortunate. It, it, the, the atmosphere has changed. That team is a lot of fun, so I'll give them that. The atmosphere has changed. These guys look like they are ready to have some fun this season. I think they just need to gel a little bit, and they should be better. Um, but Axiom is pretty spot on there uh, that there should be zero Mets fans in the world now because they've been let down so many damn times. Yeah. It's, it's a, uh, it's actually a problem. It's sad to see. I mean, I have friends who are Mets fans. I have my friend Evan. I want to get Evan on the show. Actually, Evan, if you're listening, I know Evan listens to us. He was, uh, I went to school with him. Huge Mets fan, big baseball brain, hates the Dodgers. So you'd love him. Um, I, I also hate the Dodgers. That's what I said. You, you and him would get along great. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, we'll see if we can have Evan on because he's a big Mets fan. I want to get the Mets perspective on, on what's going on. So we'll cover the Mets a little bit more in depth next week because why not? Absolutely. So we talked about this before. We talked about this. We're going to talk about it until it's gone, to be honest. Um, yeah, we're going to literally drive this point into the ground until MLB gets sick of people talking about it. This runner on second base extra innings crap is absolutely ridiculous. I, I, I During the COVID shortened season, it made sense, right? We wanted to get the guys out of there, you know, because it was a shortened season. It was a weird time. It was fine. Let's just do it. Get it over with. They didn't do it in the postseason. Thank God, because that would have just been a fucking disaster. Um, but it's already affected multiple games this season. Yanks already have had it happen twice. Twice. And they played yeah. nine baseball games. Nine. Can I just address this comment really quick from Dylan? It says speeds up the games, though. I I, I understand it speeds up the games by like two minutes. Well, like if the, if the goal the of the MLB is to speed up the games, let's not wait till extra innings to do it. What are we that waiting would... on the extra innings to do the speeding up of the game? That and I have I have two arguments for that. One is uh, sometimes it doesn't actually speed up the game because the Red Sox have had this happen this week. We went uh, into the damn on... the twelfth yes. inning. I went to the twelfth inning God. because there's already a runner on second fucking base. Right. Yeah. Look what the Yankees did. The Yankees, the Yankees, the first time it happened to the Yankees, they were like, "Hey, you know, let's see if we can just drive this run in." They couldn't. They lost. I was pissed, obviously, because because right. uh, the pitcher came out of the bullpen, right? Uh, um, you know, and the reliever, and there's a guy on second already in the what was it, the top of the tenth, right? He lets up a double to start off the inning. Guy hits a double, right? Yep. One bad pitch of the inning. The you know op- opponents score a run. He shuts down the rest of the inning. And he gets the loss. Yep. It's fucking stupid. That is absolutely it is. ludicrous. It's, it's horrible. Um, and my other argument is, so we want to speed up the games, right? You want to make things go faster. You want to get things moving quicker. Uh, and I, I brought this to the security guard at the school I work at because he's a big football fan. I was like, hey, bud, listen. So this whole baseball rule, we were talking about that. And I said, that's no different than if in the NFL, they said, you know, what? we want to speed up games. If we, if we go to overtime, both, uh, each team is going to start in the red zone. Because they're going to be closer to, to be able to score. The, they're going I, to know, I know you don't game. realize the irony of I, that statement. Oh, no, no, no. I know, I know it's harder to score in the end. The no, 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 no. That's not even it, Noah. What? They do that in college football. Oh, my fucking gosh. 
I'm serious this time. That's all. That's all for baseball with the bard, folks. No. Oh fuck! Um, well, I'm not on the video. Hold on. No, no. <laughs> I didn't see that. Well, I don't watch college football, nor, nor do I watch NFL that much. This is like the playoffs, but um, when college football overtime takes forever, and, it, and, it and they even it, still start it, in the red zone because because college football offenses are so ridiculously creative. That they have you ever watched a college football game? They score every two minutes. It's like it's insane well, it's, how how much scoring. I'll never be one. I'll never be the one. I know for a fact Tyler will never be the one, and most people we know will never be the ones to say, "Oh man, this baseball game needs to be over." Right? No bonus like, baseball, I mean, baby. Like, thank you. Like every time we're at a game, we're like, "Oh, I hope the bonus baseball." Every, you know, if there's a tie game in the ninth, we're we're psyched. It's like we have work tomorrow, <laughs> but we don't care. Like, let's go. <laughs> This is why we go to Saturday games. Really? We, sat, we sat at the how, – how, how long was the, the Rockcast last Rock game? The very last game went 16 innings. And we sat there for every single – And we got hit. to see the uh, what the hell was the catcher's name. Hit a walk-off home run in their very last game. I can't remember his name. He's in the league now. I can't remember. Yeah, he plays he for the Mariners. Um, but, yeah. No, I can't remember his name. But always a blast. Uh – no, I disagree, Dylan. I disagree. I'm sorry. If, if there's extra innings, even in a, a game I'm sitting watching on my couch, I'm going to watch it. I agree. I'm I, I, could, it. I could watch baseball at all times all day. of the day. Honestly, dude, I, I'm like, even when the Yankees got slaughtered the last couple of days, which we'll talk about later. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. No, we're getting there. But, don't you worry. Uh, like, you know, I just like to watch, you know, I, I want to see the game. And even if I'm putting it on in the background, cause you know, it's baseball, sometimes they're slow games, but, uh, I won't watch at home unless I, I like the matchup. That's also fair, right? Like I, you know, I, I'll watch Yankees games. Um, I watch Sox games depending on who they're playing. So I, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it just depends on what's going on, but I, I hate the rule. I know Tyler hates the rule. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's silly. What, what, I don't, what, we'll jump into that. Sorry. To me, it's just silly. I, in all honesty, like I, I, it's not sure it makes me mad, but it just feels arcadey. It almost feels like something like my middle schoolers who are playing kickball. Like honestly. I would be like, oh, let's do this because it's let's exciting. make a fake rule, or, right? Like, in like gym class, where the team teacher wants to spice things up, they're like let's do this. Like that's what it feels like. But someone who gets paid millions of dollars actually thought of that. Like so, yeah. That, like and and there and, and the worst part is other people said it was a good idea. Like that's what worries me more. Yeah. So, no. It- it's ridiculous. I hope they get rid of it because of all it, of them. That ridiculous. one needs to go. Like, and and let's let's get the universal DH in here, and, not, and then let's move on now. Because if we get the universal DH in here, we can get guys like this. Hell yes, Yerman Mercedes. Which before the season started, I didn't even know who this was. No, me neither. And, and you know, and you know, we and we watch a lot of baseball. All right, right. And you know how much I'm obsessed with baseball. Uh, dude, one hell of a ball player. This 28-year-old catcher for the White Sox has been absolutely slugging in the first week and a half of the season. He has a batting average of 556, two, two home runs, and an OPS of 1,460. Uh, that is insanity. If you guys didn't see this guy play this last week and a half, you are missing out. He that home run he hit what he oh you wrote it here he holds the record now for the yep. longest home run in 2021 with a 485 foot homer on Thursday take a look at this two and one to Mercedes and your mean tattoos this ball oh where is it gonna land bring him home welcome to Chicago 73 his second home run of the year. An introduction to the home folks. You mean Mercedes? Do you see that leg God. kick? Do you see that leg? Could you play that one more time? Watch the leg kick, everyone. Watch, watch his oh, leg yeah, kick. Watch how, high, how high he goes. Two and one to Mercedes. And your meat. Mm. Gosh. Mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I literally. So that's the farthest of the season to this point. Stanton had the lead at 471 with a homer he had on Monday, but he just passed him obviously on Thursday, as we said. Good lord, that home run! I love watching those because like, you know, everybody. There wasn't a single person in the park who didn't know he just absolutely cranked that ball. Oh like, yeah, it, 
That's it. Like even the even the picture is just oh, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, oh man, that it. was an incredible home run. And hello to the Redhead Gaming six one seven. Also watching over on Twitch. See everyone. Look at all these people playing around on Twitch. You guys can join the conversation if you listen to us on Spotify or Apple Music, wherever you find your podcast. Join us on Twitch. Be a part of the conversation live every Sunday at eleven a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Nice. Thank you for that. Um, with that being said, if you don't have your men Mercedes on your fantasy squads, you need to go look because a lot of people were sleeping on them. One, I'm on two fantasies. One one of them, someone already took them because they're paying attention. The other one, no one was paying attention, and I was. So I picked them up, and he's been <laughs> me a lot. So Which one him. was paying attention? Was it our league? or? Uh, yeah, our league was uh, paying attention. Damn it. Oops. Was, of course. Well, yeah, to be fair, yeah, it, it makes sense. It, we got a bunch of tryhards. It's fine. We do. We do. Right, uh, with that being said, Tyler, what did you want to do ads, by the way? I didn't ask. Yeah, no, Sorry. I was actually thinking we could talk about ads right now because we're about to get into a lot of Red Sox and Yankees action. Uh, I love it. With Judge and all that coming up that means, here. So. That means I have to do some type of transition. So, Yeah, go ahead. Think it out. Hold on, everyone. Watch the gears oh, no. turn. I'm ready. Speaking of hitting home runs, let's hop over to Clovercrest Media, who hits dingers each and every day. Well, well, well done. Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys yeah. to the city. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know. I crossed up by Kobe. We'll float in Shaq. And then Shaq goes like this. And the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Speaking of those Lakers. But I, but I, hold on. Fun. But I didn't make my I didn't make my I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clovercrest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. Welcome to Ivy League Murders. On this podcast, we focus on cases affiliated with the Ivy League, exploring the darker side of higher education. What happens when genius becomes evil? My name is Sarah Alcorn. I'm a Harvard graduate, and I've been a private investigator since 1999. Join me and longtime crime diva, Laura McDonald, for Ivy League Murders. I'm gonna get it right one day. Hey, remember how many times you used to do the messages for the uh, for your voicemail? It goes something like this. What's going on, everyone? Thanks for locking into another episode of I'll Piss You Off Shortly. <laughs> this is the podcast where we debate everyday issues pushing your thought process beyond what's normal. The topics discussed here are meant to be intense, promote growth, and at times may have you feeling a little bit uncomfortable. Me too, a little bit. We may not always agree, and we will more than likely have varied opinions, but with that being said, I can't promise to be your favorite podcaster, neither do I want to, but I can promise to be transparent, fair, and open-minded. So please, if you think you've got the stamina, passion to debate, analyze, and challenge the normal, please take a number. I promise you, I'll piss you off shortly. The Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast presented by Clovercrest Media is what you AEW fans have been looking for. Noah Cross and Tyler Bard give their take on every week's episode of Dynamite. If you are a massive AEW fan, then it is time to join us every Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Stay. Drew, he's just casually hitting him in. Here, Drew. <laughs> Another one coming in, guys. Oh, I missed it. Let's push it together, Drew. There we go, guys. One coming in hot. Ha! No, you got that all yourself. Hold on. Hold on. Defense. Defense. Don't let up. Don't let up. No! Yeah. All right, guys. Four at once. Let's go. Get all four in. I'm trying. Okay, those two more. Can we get bloody guys? Roger twenty. What? We won twenty-one to one. That's just man. Crazy. We bullied them. <laughs> Fall guys is a game you can find me playing quite often on the very Twitch channel we are streaming on currently. Tbard. 5195. You can see we've had a lot of people in the chat today joining us. King of the Axiom, the awesome one who is streaming. King of the Axiom, who once in a while is also streaming. 
Redhead Gaming, who is streaming Minecraft and Call of Duty and even a little bit of Fall Guys. So you can come see all these incredible people if you join us on Twitch. Absolutely. And getting back to the action, we're going to head over to New York and Aaron Judge. By the way, I disagree with the question mark. That should just be like an exclamation point. Aaron Judge is injury prone. Yeah. Um, Judge missed Wednesday's game and Friday's game. Thursday was an off day, so Boone gave him three days off in between starts because of oh, soreness Lord. in his side. Uh, he was back in the lineup on Sunday. I'm sorry, Saturday, yesterday, however, uh, where he recorded no hits. He wasn't able to jump back onto the horse he had going uh, in the game before. Uh, he had a three run. Uh, sorry, he had, he had three hits on Wednesday's game, one of which was a three run home run which was good. It seemed that he was finally getting the gears turning, and then obviously the soreness happened, which might, may have cooled him down a little bit again, so who knows. Um, he seems to be on, but the big question is, can he stay healthy? Tyler, uh, you know, you're a big baseball fan. I know you hear a lot going on with Aaron Judge. Of the last, course. The last full healthy season Judge played was his rookie year. Rookie season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was the year we had 51 home runs and broke the home run record. And then ultimately the next year it got beaten by the, the panda. So, yes. or the polar bear. What do they call him? Polar bear. Polar bear. Polar bear. Um, so it's on panda is Pablo Sandoval. Excuse me. Um, Aaron Judge is a beast. Let me just put it that way. He is a guy who you are always going to see on the field giving his absolute best. So I'm not surprised that he is a guy who is getting injured on a regular basis. He is like Jacoby Ellsbury in the fact that he's going at it all the time, always trying to give a hundred and, you know, 110%. Um, so yeah, I'm not surprised that he's injury prone, um, but it is unfortunate. You'd almost wish you could tell him like, Hey, you don't have to floor it. You are a good player. If you just play your game soundly and securely You'll be fine. Uh, and I hope someone can get in his ear quick because if he keeps getting these injury prone, man, he is not going to get the big contract he's looking for. And that's true. And that's a big thing you got to consider. You know, he's going to be done with arbitration, I think, in two or three years. By that point, he'll be, you know, ready to have some type of free agent contract. And from what we've been seeing, free agent contracts have been unreal. And if you're Aaron Judge, you can say to yourself, all right, I'm going to get a deal somewhere, right? And you um, know people are saving up money for Aaron Judge. There's gonna, It's going to be a bidding war. Aaron Judge is staying in New York City. I, I mean, we've said that about so many people over the last hundred years of baseball, and it hasn't worked out that way. Aaron Judge is staying in New York City. Someone um, clip this. AJ, are you here? AJ, could you clip that real quick, please? Thank you, because I'm going to play it on next year's fucking ep uh, season premiere episode so we can fucking call Noah out. Oh, Noah, we forgot to put something in the script. We have to do our World Series picks this game. This oh, episode. you're right. We'll do that at the end. Do that at the very end. Yes, we'll do it right <laughs> after the end. All right, I already know who yours is going to be, so let me just pull that picture <laughs> up real quick. And maybe I'll surprise you. Yeah. Um. All right. So it. with that being so, so we're going to do a World Series picture, and then we'll do the winner. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, we usually just pick the winner, and then we All go right. into more depth at the end of the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. At the end of the season. Okay, so that is that uh, on Aaron Judge. Can he stay healthy is the big question. I hope so. We, we know that the Yankees had that big problem with injuries two years ago in 2019 uh, where they had to bring up all these guys like Gio Rochelle, like Mike Ford, Talkman, and so on. Um, and it worked out, right, because we found out we had really good players in our farm system. <laughs> so it was like, oh, sure. Sure, look what we have. Um, but the biggest thing was the training staff, there might have been some types of malpractice and such that the Yankees were discussing, and they actually cleaned house with the entire training staff. So this is the first full year, like a full full season, off season, then another regular season where they've had the new training staff, also with their new pitching coach, also with their um, athletic trainers, and so on. So hopefully that can change, you know, Aaron Judge's regimen or whatever he has going on, so that way he stays healthy and stays safe. Yeah, absolutely. I, they really need to take better care of him. That's true. I mean, that's true. And I, I agree with that. Um, the biggest thing is, you know, that, well, Boone, Boone did that and he gave him three days off. And, and, and sure. it's not even like he wasn't even diagnosed with anything. He just had a source died. So he gave him three days off because he knew they had the off day. So at minimum, it was two days. But then yesterday he was like, yeah, we'll give him a third. Uh, but we'll get to those decisions later because when I saw Boone was out of the lineup on, what was it, Friday? I knew the thing. Judge. Judge, thank you. Did I say Aaron like Aaron Boone? He said Boone, yeah. No, no, no not Boone. 
Trying uh, to relive the glory days, huh? All right. Oh, well, hey, we need some clutch hits right now. So, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Yankees have made a trade that shook some waves. It was weird. Uh, Rufnet Odor is in pinstripes, as you can see there on your screen for people who are watching. The Yankees traded for middle infielder Odor this week. Odor had an average of 205 in 2019 with 30 home runs and OPS of 722. Uh, low average, but those those 30 home runs, I think, are very attractive to Yankees, to the Yankees. Um, no, I, I think this is a weird pickup. Oh, no, no, no. It's weird. Don't get me wrong. I, mean, I have On the script, I literally have Y question mark LOL. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> That's literally like my, my reaction to this when I saw it was like, wait, who did we pick up? Is this the guy who my favorite thing was it all over Twitter? It was, wait, is that the guy who punched Jose Bautista in the face? It's like, yes. That's the one. Yes, it is. Um what Tyler, what do you think this move is about? I mean, you know, we've been having issues with Glaber it's and just depth. defense. You think it's just depth? It's just depth. It's just to have another guy on the bench who can come in in a uh utility position and play some ball. I think they're going to drop Bruce. I don't Jay think Bruce. they can afford to drop Bruce. They, right I, think, I think they are. I think they're going to move DJ to first. But the move we everyone wants to see happen is Glaber leave shortstop, but that's not going to happen. I think they're going to move DJ to first. They're going to put Odor at second, and they're going to get they're going to toss Bruce. I mean, we'll see. I I don't know. They're the they're doing Bruce, a lot of movement. They are because they're realizing what they're doing isn't working. Right, and it's good to see they're adjusting now because they literally have to. But um. The reason Bruce is here is because Void is hurt. Bruce wasn't even going to make the twenty-six. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but he's and, been hitting uh, pretty decently. It's an eye. Oh, and Odor is a lefty, so. All right, right. It's a you know, uh, if only this other guy was a lefty. I I, I realize I skipped over a picture uh, of someone else who's being moved around yeah, lately. Yeah, uh, Domingo Herman, folks, as you see on your screen there, he actually was the Yankees' best starter in spring training. And then, I don't know what happened, but the Yankees have optioned him to their alternate site. Following yesterday's game, uh, the Yankees announced his first two starts of the season were awful. He has an ERA of nine in only seven innings. Uh, no alternative moves have been announced yet for the Yankees. But what do we think, Tyler, of uh, you know Domingo getting the start, obviously, as the number three guy in the rotation? Because, as I said, he was the best starter for the Yankees in spring. And now... He's getting optioned out. Well, obviously, so. this is huge. This is this is insane. Uh, I don't think anyone saw this coming when he was signed to the number three or, or locked into the number three spot. We were surprised. Uh, so never mind uh, him getting cut as abruptly as he is right now. Um, so, I mean, good luck to you. Uh, after something like this, it doesn't look like you're going to be coming back anytime soon there, brother. So good luck to you. And we'll see if we get Domingo back in the major leagues anytime soon. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, and we saw two years ago it worked when they sent Chad Green. They sent Chad Green to AAA for a little while, and he came back as the best reliever in the game. Right. So yeah. who knows? Maybe maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll work again. Uh, in Demond. It could. Demond can come back and start swinging. So who knows? Um, but I mean, I'm looking forward to what's going on there, and I'm looking forward to hear what Tyler has to say about his boys, who are currently on top of the AL East. So Tyler, take it away oh, from the Red Sox. Well, of course, it is time for the AL East standings mr cross uh this is quite literally a perfect flip of what happened last year um the red sox are on top with going after going five and three orioles going four and four Rays four and four blue jays three and five and yankees in last place with a three and five record i'm more concerned about the yankees but we'll get that get to that in a moment when we talk about the Yankees roster, but the Red Sox, however, are at the top where they belong and where they will absolutely stay for the rest of this. No one's agreeing with me. Chat, help me, please. No, I feel like that. (laughs) Yeah, no, the Red Sox are currently in a place they haven't seen in quite a while. First place of the AL East. It is definitely a nice sight right now. Dylan, thank you for, for coming along and, and backing me up there. I would love to see these Sox do well uh, and go Sox. Thank you, Red Sox. And I don't, you know, that enthusiasm's killing me a little bit, Axiom, but, you know, a little bit of enthusiasm would be much appreciated. Um, there are some guys doing really well right now for the Red Sox. Rafael Devers swinging 231. Could be better, definitely. But he does have two home runs right now. 
J.D. Martinez, who we mentioned earlier, is on the COVID protocol, swinging 433 with two dingers. Now, Noah, of those two guys, there are two guys who we have both agreed are staples in the Red Sox uh, clubhouse. Who's the bigger impact? Is it Rafi or is it J.D. Martinez? Who's the biggest impact in the Sox at the moment? Or who's going yeah, to I'm, be? I mean, at the, the moment, season. obviously, it's J.D. J.D. But would you say that, because you're a big Rafael Devers guy, would you oh, say yeah. that by the, for the long haul, we need him to have a better season or yes. we need DJ LeMayhew to have a better season? DJ LeMayhew. J- really? J- JD Martinez, you mean? You said, you what, said did DJ I, Le- what did I say? DJ LeMayhew. Oh, I'm sorry. JD Martinez. You, I know you want him over there, but no. Um, no, Devers. I think Devers needs to have the bigger season. I think he's more of a staple. Uh, for me, JD being uh, a left fielder and then also a DH whenever you need him to, I just feel he's kind of you – know, you can just bounce him around a little bit. But I feel yeah. Rafi, Rafi has to has to be good because he is your third baseman. Like that is where you want him. That is where you need him, uh, and he's the next guy. Like I, I don't see Martinez putting asses. I mean, he puts asses in seats, but I just feel like Devers is – it can be the face of the Red Sox, and I want that really bad. I, I yeah, I mean, you've been saying it for the last two years that you think he could be, and he's he is becoming that guy. He's becoming the guy who people are referencing as a, a staple of the Red Sox. So I'm happy to see it. There's another guy, Mr. Dahlbeck, who has been good in spring. He's been good in the season. Bobby Dahlbeck last night actually tied the game, Noah, uh, in the ninth inning by beating out a double play. He was sprinting down the first baseline and just barely beat out a double play to plate the tying run. And then the Red Sox would end up winning it in the 10th inning. Um, I have a real belief that this man right here might get rookie of the year. If he can get past uh, the man we were talking about earlier in the show, uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. Mercedes, and, and just start putting on a clinic, I think that's not too far-fetched. I can see it. No, for sure. I mean, he's been he's been swinging a hot bat, uh, and I think the biggest thing he's been swinging a hot bat, and no one said he was going to. Like, no one was like, right. "Oh, this guy, this guy's going to be the next right. great." Now thing. we knew Bobby was a good player. He he yes. had a few appearances last season when the Red Sox weren't doing all that hot, so they brought the the you know the farm in. But other than that, there's really not much to report on the Red Sox other than they're playing good ball. Um, before yesterday. And the three games before that, Noah, they had an average score of eight runs in the previous three games. Mm-hmm. They were absolutely showing up and just beating the hell out of the Rays. They swept the Rays, and now they're looking to sweep the Orioles. After getting swept by the Orioles to start the season, they have definitely turned it around as of late. It's only been eight games. The Red Sox are looking good. If they can keep this kind of pace, the postseason doesn't look too hard to reach. If they can keep this pace, how do we play eight baseball games? Great, but we're over 500 by a good percentile. So if they can keep it moving like the in the direction they're moving. Listen, if the Yankees keep it moving, and I know you're about to ream the Yankees, you guys aren't going to even sniff the damn postseason. No, I so, agree. Just put the standings back up for just two seconds, please. Yeah, you got it. Hold on. Uh, that's right here. There you go. They're two games back. The Orioles are a game back. Like it, it's okay. just it's just early, and I'm just saying. I think in the next month, the it, the AL East is going to look a lot like what everyone but says. Look at this. Like. I get it. It's only been eight games, but look at the next section over the win percentile. If I it agree. stays like that, if that is the projected winning for these teams, I mean, the Red Sox are obviously looking great. That's yeah, which is crazy. And as Dylan said, what a crazy turnaround. I agree, hundred percent. Um. So, no, I was not expecting anything to look like this, nor was anyone expecting the season to start like this. Uh, but the question is, will it end like this? Hmm. Will it end like this? I well, think as of right Sox- now, yes, because uh, right. I don't know what is happening in New York. Not yeah, a clue. New York is having a uh, – oof. Something just seems off with the Yankees. Like and that's seri- In all seriousness, it's just, they just don't yeah, seem – Go ahead. You, you take it away. They just don't seem right. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what they're doing. They lost an opening day. They won game two and three, and then now they've been on a downward spiral since. Uh, you know, Judge getting injured and so on. Their pitchers getting um, optioned uh, out of the of the organization and the team and so on. So I'm just confused. The last two losses were to the Rays. Friday was a ten to five loss, and the loss went to Kluber. And then on Saturday it was a four nothing loss, and the loss went to Herman. 
So that first game there, the Yankees did manage to push across five runs. But the problem was they let up 10. So <laughs> that didn't help. All right. The next day, where five runs would have been amazing, they couldn't push across anything. And they only gave up four. So I have no idea what's going on in that department. It just seems like the Yankees don't do what they need to when they need to. And so far, because they've left so many men on base. Their first uh, game of the season, they could have won literally twice. They had the bases loaded and no outs more than once, and they botched it, blew it, couldn't do anything. Um, a few notables for the Yankees have been Judge. He's swinging 256 with a homer. DJ is 313 with a homer uh, batting average. Garrett Cole is 1 0 with a, an ARA of 1.46 with 21 strikeouts already. So, damn, that's a lot. So, he's been as advertised. Jameson Tyone made his first start. That was a big question mark. He went four innings, allowing two runs with seven strikeouts. That's a lot of strikeouts for four innings. I mean, he, he had the K's going. The problem was he was throwing the ball too close to the center of the strike zone. And he got right, peppered, yeah, he gave a lot of two home runs. That was the problem, and it was Yankee Stadium. So, and I'm pretty sure the two home runs were lefties. Both went to both went to right field. So, you know, he, he just is getting used to pitching in New York at the moment. Kluber has an ERA of five point six eight with eight strikeouts in six innings. Not as amazing as uh, I, you know, everyone would hope he would be, but again, he's getting there. The pitching rotation has been okay. I think is the best way to put it. Obviously, Garrett Cole's doing his job. Tyone seems to be ready to go. Kluber seems to be trying to get into the form he used to be in. Um, Jordan Montgomery, though, has been the real story here, folks. His first start of the season was an absolute gem where he pitched six scoreless innings of um, uh, with seven strikeouts in his first start of the season. He's starting again today for the second time, so we'll see if he can keep that momentum going. And if there were a time for Montgomery to have a good start, it would be today because the Yankees need it. They need to get trying to trying to get back into the swing of things. They're trying to just take this game here that, and not get swept by the Rays. Um, so we'll see what Montgomery can do. Uh, looking forward to him hopefully giving me some good points there in fantasy so I can get over Courtney. Um, yeah, right. You're getting close. Yeah, I was. I had a lead for a little bit. Uh, I'm only I'm only back by three points right now. It's wild. Um, but the biggest thing with the Yankees is, is as I said. And again, everyone said, oh, we've only played eight games and blah, blah, blah. Yes, we've only played eight games. These have been issues that we've been having for the last two years. And these are but, also divisional games, so they're big. Yes, that's, this is a big deal. Um, you know, if you can't lose to the Blue Jays, you can't be losing to the Orioles, you can't be losing to the Rays. Um, and, and that's what they're doing. You know, they just lost two to the Rays, and they lost terribly to the Rays. Absolutely terrible. Like, we already know the Yankees can't play at the Trop. That's fine. I hate that ballpark with a passion. But if you're getting you gotta, beat in your home stadium by them, that's not great. Teams. You got to beat these teams. Uh, and that's plain and simple. And as I said, we've been having these issues for the last two years where men on base and nothing. One of the box scores, uh, the box score for Wednesday's game, or I'm sorry, Friday's game with the Yankees. The Yankees accumulated 13 hits and scored two runs to where their opponents accumulated four hits and scored four runs. That's like the former Red Sox. That, that was what the Red Sox were doing. Yes, that's the problem. Like, it's right. great. It seems like the Yankees are managing to, to, you know, get the wood on the ball. They're managing to get the ball into the outfield and get it on the grass so they can, you know, get a hit or two. But now it seems to be one of those things where they can't bring anybody in. Like, they're really just missing the big hit. And that's literally what's happening is they get all these guys on. They've had, I think they have the, they've had the bases loaded or no outs at least three times in the last week. And each of those times, they have not been able to drive a run in. I think they've driven in one run out of those three opportunities. Gosh. Um, so in 13 hits and you're pushing across two runs, meanwhile your opponents have four hits and they're pushing across all four, that's a problem. And it's not like, again, it's not like it's just happening now. This has been a thing with the Yankees for the last two years. There's consistent issues that are not being addressed. There's consistent issues um, with, for example, shortstop, Glaber Torres, He's made two costly errors already. He he gave a, one of the errors was um, a Garen Garrett Cole start. It was one of the reasons Garrett they got that lost. The other error was in an extra innings game. The Yankees ultimately ended up losing uh, to the Blue Jays. It was the last game of that set where Chad Green, they had the runner on second. The runner managed to get to third. Green got the strikeout. And then the ground ball to Glaber right in front of him. Then he wasn't even running to his right or left, straight to him. Couldn't get the ball to first base to Jay Bruce. Hit the dirt, bounced behind him, run scores. Uh, Yankees go on to lose that game. Uh, they, they did tie it eventually, but they still lost. 
So it's just one of those things where it's like, come on, what's going on here? It's the same problems. It's just a different day. Uh, and there's a lot to address in New York and a lot to figure out. We've talked about how they've been moving things around. They optioned Herman. They traded for Odor. I think they're going to drop Bruce and move DJ over to first base to really solidify the defense there. But at what point are we going to really try and address what's what are we doing? Because they've been using the same formula and the same game plan. This was the team that was supposed to win the World Series two years ago. Right. And here we are two years later with the same problems. The same question yep. marks surrounding the pitching rotation, the same question marks surrounding why we can't get that big hit, and the same question marks with what's going on in the infield, the same question marks with what's going on in the front office and these decisions we're making, the same question marks with why are we not trying to pick up this guy or that guy. So there's a lot going on in New York. There's a lot of question marks still, especially the question mark of what is going on. Because You know what question mark I want answered, Noah? Which one's that? Are the Yankees still your pick? to win the World Series in 2021 after all of this criticism you've given them. Um let me get a let me write a title for this real quick. But <laughs> yeah, go ahead and talk about it. It's tough. It's tough. Um I think the biggest thing is with the Yankees right now, obviously no, because they're playing abysmally. Baseball is a long season though. And I'm right. going to go back to the 2019 World Series when the Washington Nationals lost their first 20 games of the season in a row. Yeah. And they ended up winning in game seven against the Astros in Houston. And all of baseball, with the exception of Houston, Texas, was elated. <laughs> and I was one of them. Like, you would have thought I was I a, I a, a lifelong would have thought I was a lifelong Nationals fan. Yeah. So with that being said, no, I'm not changing my pick. I'm keeping the New York Yankees as your 2021 World Series champions, number 28. We're finally going to get to do that. I'm finally going to go to a World Series parade. I'm finally going to get to buy a T-shirt that says New York Yankees World Series champions. Um, and I'm excited to do that. So, no, baseball is a long game. It ain't over till it's over. They played eight games of 162. Literally anything can happen. Tyler, what about you? Yeah, you know, this last week has really we, we usually do it a little bit earlier than we do. We would have done these picks last week, but it was Easter Sunday. So we had taken the week off uh, and I've had a little time to reflect because at the end of last season, we made picks and you picked the Yankees. Of course, I picked the Chicago White Sox right off the bat. I, if you ask me right now, that was a pretty decent pick. They're looking OK. <laughs> The White Sox are playing well right now. But I've had a change of heart, Noah. Ooh. I've had a change of heart. I'm not sticking with them. I'm going with these guys. The San Diego Padres are going to be your World Series champions Can I just in say, I, 2021. Last week on the show, I said that you were going to pick the Padres. Yeah, no, I remember you calling that. And I was just like, don't, don't at me, Noah. Uh, I was listening to you saying that as I was driving home and I had the podcast on my radio. <laughs> so I hear, I heard you talking about it. Uh, but I, I think they are one of the hottest teams in baseball. They've done the most out of any team. And they're already having moments like this where they're pitching no hitters. They're already mm. making history. And by the way, that's not even, that's not even like Joe Musgrove through the no hitter. Like they still right. have, they still have Darvish and Snell. Right. That's wild. They have two more pitchers who can come in here and have phenomenal seasons. They could have potentially three different Cy Young winners pitching on that team right now, which is absolutely insane. So you heard it here first, folks. I am taking the San Diego Padres to win the World Series. And last year, I was closer than Noah was in picking the Tampa Bay Rays. So here's hoping that the San Diego Padres keep my dream alive. And I ain't even just picking them to win the World Series, Noah. They're winning the damn division. And they are going to knock the Dodgers off of their pedestal. You know who they're playing in the World Series too? Do you want to know who the Nash, who the Padres are playing? It's the Yankees. Um, right. So right. we're going to have right. a Padres, Padres-Yankees right. World right. Series. I like it. It's either like going it. to be the Yankees or the Houston Astros. But I am I am picking the Yankees to be the team that Love makes it. it to the World Series this year. Love it. 
Well, there you have it, folks. You have Tyler Noah's World Series picks early on, week number one and a half, as we'll call it, uh, our World Series picks for this season. Tyler got the Padres. Noah got the Yankees. But the best part is we both have them going to the World Series because I'll agree with you there. I think the Padres are going to make it too. Forget it. I'll go with it. I don't care. I like the Padres. I like Machado. Yankees, Padres, strong. both of us, huh? Love All it. right. I'm in. Let's do it. Okay, the smart man in me would say the Dodgers, but I like the idea of the Padres winning the division, so I'm in. Uh, if you love podcasts, make sure you visit clubfirstmedia.com for a wide selection of great shows covering sports, business, relationships, pop culture, politics, and true crime. There are over 28 shows on the hashtag CMG Network, and if you don't find one you like, you can start one of your own. We can help you launch your podcast for as little as $15 per month. Clovercrestmedia.com is the website to visit. Make sure you check it out and tell your friends all about it. You can visit Clovercrestmedia.com and click on the link for the latest on your favorite CMG Sports podcast, as well as blogs, videos, and latest information. So and Noah, that- before we leave, everyone who is with us live currently, make sure you stick around because in just a few minutes on the channel, we will be going live with the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment podcast you do not want to miss the action that happened on this week's episode don't want to miss that make sure you check out today's games we got the yankees and the rays at one the red sox and the orioles at one you have the mets taking on the marlins at one o'clock as well so lots of baseball all day i think there's five games at one there's about six uh sorry there's three games at two and then there's four games at four o'clock lots of baseball on a beautiful Ooh. sunday can't wait to get into that so we'll see you on cross them we'll see you for baseball and you should go watch night two of wrestlemania with that being said i'm your host noah cross that's my best friend tyler bard and you have been listening and watching baseball with the bard we'll see you next time Baseball with the bar.